we are live. Happy Thursday. We're live uh, with the, um, I feel like Josh doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to give give him one anyways. Um, Joshua Scott of Studio 88, founder, creator, and um, sommelier extraordinaire. I, <laughs> yeah, we'll add that now, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And, and you've become, you and Joanna have become like my good personal friends. But um, how are you? How are you doing? Good, good. We actually, um, it was spring break week and we didn't have any plans, but the kids uh, randomly a couple of weeks ago said, we had this conversation about the natural wonders, wonders of the world for some reason. And they were like, we want to go to Niagara Falls, which is like five or six hours from us. So I was like, well, that's easy. Let's just go do that. So we actually drove back today, you know, like six hours in the car and um, it got, got home just in time. Cause I was like, I gotta, I gotta live with Ashley. I can't miss it guys. We're in the Oh car my already. gosh. You guys literally drove for one night? Yeah. Uh, well, we went like we actually went up to Cleveland and spent a night and had like a really nice dinner downtown and then drove over to Niagara and spent the day and then came back today. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a fast trip. Well, I appreciate you um, you being here. I, yeah. I texted I texted Josh and Joanna um, right before we, we jumped on. and I said, did this get scheduled by mistake? Because I think you may be in Canada right now. <laughs> You're in Canada. <laughs> Canadian. You know, uh, yeah, social media just slightly delayed. It's, it was freaking you out for a minute, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I, um, oh my gosh, I, 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 you always have so much valuable content to share with the group. But before we get into that, um, can we just talk about Napa really fast? Because yeah. we were, um, we were, I, I basically asked Josh like what his thoughts were of like where the retreat is going to be this year, and I, I mean, did you have did you guys have an amazing time in wine country? Oh my gosh, it was it was so much fun, and you know, and I know everybody says this. Look, part of it was the venue. I think it's just beautiful there. I mean, I, I love Napa. Joanna and I kind of have a deal that we're going to go at least once a year for the rest yes. of our lives. It's just you so better bad. call us when you come. By the way. Yeah, well, we were there last week. Oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. We will, of course. Yeah, we always will. Um, but so part of it was the venue, but then part of it was just the amazing people. I mean, in that group are just, I feel like what's so unique about this group is it's like it's startups and people in that startup journey, whether they're, mm -hmm. they're pre-startup or kind of post-startup the, the first couple of years or three or four. But like, there's just, you got visionaries in that group. You got people that just see the world differently and want to do different things and I love that. I love talking to those guys. So just all the conversations around wine country tours and dinners and stuff like that was just fantastic. So I well, it wouldn't have been the same without Studio 88 there. And um, I'm going to be posting more content. I realized that I haven't actually posted anything about the retreat. And it is March, almost April. I like know. that's wild. Just I know. it's it's been a it's been a whirlwind. But back to you. What are we talking about, Josh? Well, whatever whatever you want to talk about, I can I can jump in for sure. Um, but you know, all things kind of marketing, branding, websites, kind of the new evolution of where websites are at. I mean, anything that you want to talk, we can keep talking wine and Napa as well. I don't care. I mean, I'm all about that. But I think people want to know about. Um, let Let's talk about since you guys are basically the masters of defining a story, really listening to what the doctor wants 
um, to elicit in their website, the feeling, the branding. How does one start with Studio 88 and where, where do you go from there? Yeah, you know, I, I'll go back just a little bit. When we started this nine years ago, well, well we f- just finished nine years. So, um, so I don't feel like we're the new kid on the block anymore either, which is nice. And, yeah. and this whole kind of concept has proven out. But, but nine years ago, when we started, I was, I've been around dentistry for 23 years at this point. I was on the marketing side. But when I looked around, it was like dental marketing sucked. It was not good. And I think one of the reasons you, you, we even connected from the beginning was you were like, I see all that and I don't want that. Right. And I, I think for me, it was this conversation around dentistry is actually a really inspiring profession. It's, it's really innovative. Um, I, sometimes I tell people, I'm like, man, dentistry was 3D printing like 12, 14 years ago. You know, the first like Cerax and, and things like that yep. um, that people don't realize all the time. Um, and, and it's really a beautiful profession of humans serving humans. And we've seen that just on display post COVID. And so, you know, there, there was a story, that story was never being told though. And, and it became this kind of situation of like, well, why, like, why are we not telling that? Cause I see dentistry this way and yet mm-hmm. I'm seeing marketing being portraying it, the profession this way. And so at the heart of that is really a, a uh, it's really the topic of branding and story. And so these are really big picture questions. And I think one of the things I've always saw when people came to me as a marketing consultant at that time and said, Josh, what would you do? What I always found was most people were three or four steps down the road further than they should be addressing mm-hmm. marketing issues. Meaning like at the time, uh, so this, this would have been like 15, 18 years ago, but it was almost like um, the yellow page rep st- stopped by and asked me if I wanted to change anything in the yellow page ad. Like, do I want to? Um, the, you know, this guy approached me about direct mail. What should I put on the postcards? And those questions, like the what questions are really three, four, five steps down the road. And, and if you, you can't answer those, if you don't have the story, right, if you don't have the brand bill, if you don't have those questions answered, you're going to get stuck. But when you do have that, the brand built, the foundation, the story told, the, the storylines, the narrative. Now, when the direct mail or, or whether, it, you know, website or digital ads or, or social media, now it becomes very easy to answer those questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I mean, you are, I feel, a master at storytelling. Listening to you speak at our, at our mastermind group, at our, at our retreat, Gosh, it was, it was so important, the message that you spoke on. Do you, do you mind just giving a quick overview? Because I, I, it was a full hour talk with Josh, the, the story behind Studio 88. And I mean, what, what, um, what was the gist of, of that talk? Yeah, I, I love that. that that's kind of like my main keynote. And I, I love it because it actually is a really great structure there, but I can customize it to whatever audience. So, um, but it's this, it's marketing your story and, um, the three, there's three questions in it. So the first one is, um, what is it? It's, it's what experiences or relationships have shaped you. So three best questions to marketing your story. Like if you said, what is my story? How do I market that? What I would do is kind of walk you through these three, three questions. And first one, what experiences, what relationships have shaped you? Because we're all here for a reason, yeah. right? Like, so it's, um, I just was speaking to OSU students last week 
And I'm like, you guys are all sitting here in, you know, D1, D2, D3, D4, like for, for some reason, like, how did you get here? What are those experiences? What are the relationships that have shaped that? And so I take all these three questions and I show current client examples of like, here's some clients that answer these questions and here's where their answers. Uh, I talk about it from my perspective of starting Studio 88, like our storyline. And then I show some big, big brand examples too. And I kind of put it out there like, hey, hopefully at the end of this, like I've made a compelling case why this is a uh, really legit way to approach marketing. So, um, so that was the first question. And then the second one was, uh, what gives you energy? Which I think is a really, really great question because Ashley, you know this, getting into business, like if as a business owner, if there's not energy in it for you, like it's just not going to last. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There, there's part of some, I do some stuff sometimes just cause I'm like, I want to have fun with it. Like, I don't know. This gives me energy. I'm having fun. I don't care if you guys do. I, I need this myself. And, and so like answering that question of what is it that gives you energy? Cause when you can build that into your business and your story, other people, those are the connection points. People feel energy. They connect on energy. And then the last question was, what do you see? And that's really the visionary part of why did you start this practice? What did you see? What are you trying to do? What's different? What, what do you want to accomplish? And so I kind of walk everybody through those. I'm also encouraging them to answer those in their minds. So it's like layers of just these questions being answered. And, and then by the time we get done, I mean, you would ask me, you're like, hey, don't just give your normal keynote, but bring something to this group that's like personal that we yes. don't usually talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. Look, I, I felt like that group is super high achievers. I'm a super high achiever. You are. Uh, I also know that internal voice that talks to us and drives us constantly. And so I just took a moment to tell everybody like, man, look, we've all got this fire in us. It's amazing. Uh, but sometimes you got to like set the fire down and step away from it. And that's okay to do yeah. that. Because uh, otherwise it'll, it can burn you, you know, you can get to the end of this and just feel burnt out by that fire. Um, so I was like, this is your weekend. Just set the fire down. It'll be there when we get done. I promise. Uh, but just enjoy the weekend and tell yourself everything's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think our retreat this year, I really want it to be focused a lot more on that um, health and wellness, like well-being, like really, yeah. really taking time for ourselves. Because I know, I mean, it's so easy to compare how how we're doing with with social media, right? Everybody plays their highlight reels. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I just have to unsubscribe to every dental podcast because they're always listing like, these are your metrics. This is the overhead you're supposed to hit. These are the number of new patients you're supposed to be getting every day. And I know our office doesn't hit those. And, um, and I think we're doing pretty freaking amazing. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a struggle. And what, what you brought to the table was so pertinent. I feel like, man, everybody brought their A game in Napa. Um, and it was so nice because it was such a small group, like an intimate, I, I say small, but there was 80 of us there, but it was a very different feeling in that, in that setting. Like every, even like Vivek, like yeah. he got super personal and this is before happy hour. Like this is amazing. <laughs> like everyone touched on really great topics, the topics yeah. that you don't necessarily share on podcasts and on social media. So what are you seeing 
with your with your startup docs these days because everyone thinks like, well, I'm gonna bootstrap the website because money is tight, cash is king. And I am guilty. I was one of those people and I tried to do it myself. I tried to DIY my website. What can you walk us through why that is not such a good idea? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I totally forgot to tell you, I got a glass of wine. I know it's only <laughs> four, it's four p.m. where you are, so it's maybe a little early. It's seven p.m. here, which is so like I'm already totally appropriate. Yeah, even totally appropriate. if it's seven a.m. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, it just like normal. It's like, hey, I've got a. I'm on live with Ashley. Yeah. Of course, I need a glass of Absolutely. wine. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I, so, you know, that's the big question when you're starting and, and I get it. Part of it is, is the expenses keep racking up. Like you almost start your project with, oh, it's going to be a lot like this figure. And then as you get into it, it's like, no, it's a lot like double that, you know, or, or adds a significant yeah. amount. And, um, I remember, uh, we were building this house that we were in about five years ago and, if you've ever built a home, it's one of these where it's like, again, they start you off, you're like, okay, I think it's gonna be this, but then it's the plus, plus, plus as you go. And, and a lot of it, you're like, oh yeah, we need that. Oh, we definitely need, I remember I, I put a pot filler in the kitchen. You know, one of those things that like- Oh bars. yeah. And I was like, I need a pot filler. Like I've never had one. I've gone my whole life without a pot filler. I need this. Um, but then one day the irrigation guy, like it, I, my phone rings, I pick it up and he's like, hey, they're out here laying the sod. If you're going to do irrigation, we need to do it right now. And I'm like, well, how much is that? And he, I forget what he said, right? Like 3,000, 5,000 something. And I was just like, no, no, I have to say no at some point. And so doing a startup, it's like the same thing. You're getting into it and tech goes up and construction delays and construction costs and environmental studies and attorney fees that you were planning on having a little bit, but now it's become a lot and, mm -hmm. and all these things. And at some point you're like, I have to say no to something. Right. And usually it's those decisions that maybe are further down the road when you, when the expenses are piled up, you've got this decision mm -hmm. fatigue, but here's the thing. I would say on average, most dental startups I see probably in the first 10 years of their life change marketing companies at least two, but I would probably say on average three times in that 10 years. And most of it is because they started off trying to do something cheap or bootstrap or DIY or somebody's cousin, right? I, I get it, it's all fine, but that's how they start. They get a couple years into it. They kind of like, okay, we got a website, we got brand. They get a couple years into it. I never really liked that. They try and do it again, maybe a step up financially, mid-tier mid type company. Still don't like it, but it's a lot of work. Usually they have to write those websites themselves. So it's like hours after work of tediously writing a website and building this thing. Finally, they're like, just launch it. Another two or three years later, they're like, I don't like this. Like, like, let's take so three times in 10 years, which if you think about that is bananas when it comes mm -hmm. to running a company. Like you never build momentum. The fact that you have to start and stop with your marketing, with your brand. And so for me, it's not the cost initially investment. It's the opportunity cost three, four, five years down the road of A, not capturing the, the patients, your ideal patients right from the start, like you're not capturing them. So there's that opportunity cost. And then there's the one of, do you wanna redo this three times in the next 10 years? Mm -hmm. um, so you may think it's like an investment on the front end, but I'm like, so that's an investment in my mental health in yeah. year one <laughs> to like get this right for the next 10 years. 
so I don't have to touch it. That is my mental health. And that is an investment that's worth making. Absolutely. And I know that everyone's worried about, um, about startup fees. I will say, and I, I, I've said it a hundred times, is I, I get on my soapbox. Um, in our area, it's super competitive. I mean, most areas are becoming super competitive, but um, the patients, we always ask them, like, how did you find us? And it was the reviews first, like they'll go to Yelp and then they'll go to Google, read all our reviews, check out our social media. But more than likely, they're telling me that they chose our office after seeing our website and after hearing the stories that I've shared on the video, because video is, I mean, video is everything to really understand like a person's story and heart and passion and why they do what they do. There's nothing that will replace this. And, um, and, and it really is like, I have doctors calling me, asking me who did my website. So you guys, Studio 88 did my website, smilingcompany.com. Um, they're fabulous. And I, I know that you guys actually have a knockoff company called Studio 88. And I don't know if they did it to capture your. Um, really? Yeah, there's a there's a a studio. Are you joking with me right no, now? No, no. Oh, is this news? I have not-, not seen this. Okay, so then we can talk about this offline. Off this is breaking news right now. I, I oh, I thought you were joking. I no, no. There's uh, yeah, no. There's there's um, okay. Right. <laughs> a little bit. No, you know what? It's, it's, um, it, no, we can talk about this more. I'm going to go look for it now. But, um, it's, <laughs> this is, uh, it's not a new conversation to us. Yeah. Um, whether it's other agencies out there that have kind of taken what we've done and we've seen plays on like, well, we just did that and, and they do that. Or, I mean, actually all the time, man, people take, here's, here's the knock against us, right? So I'll, I'll kind of like put this out there, but I'll also tell you, because it, it, there's actually a conversation here, but the knock against us, if somebody is on the, on talking to you and they're like, oh, Studio 88, websites are beautiful. They don't score well. They don't SEO well. And, and some of them will actually even take examples of ours, um, even places where like these clients aren't even trying to play the SEO game. OK, uh, like we have a client in Brooklyn. She's not trying to play that because that is probably like a six figure investment into SEO. <laughs> but they'll take that. See, here's an example of, of, of they do this. And so we deal with that all the time. Um, but it's, a, it's some of that is that conversation of everybody has different marketing strategies and approaches, and there's not a one size fits all for everybody. So a lot of people see the world through this SEO is everything lens. Some mm-hmm. people see the world through every, uh, marketing is brand lens. Some people see it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever through different lenses. And one of the things arguments we run into most of all, um, I mean, you know, we, we work with um, Brian Baliwas. I, I know you know him in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Again, he that's another one where he just told me from the start, like, Josh, we're not playing an SEO game. So uh, if you're going to try and sell me like an SEO package to score well in San Francisco, like that's not our goal. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't tell you that either. Um, when you have 140 dentists in your building and you're downtown San Francisco, like why get into all that mess? There's other ways to do that. And actually, you did the same thing. I mean, you were uh, getting jumping into the community there and relationships, the brand, the the doing something different and leaning into that 
it was like California is one of the most competitive states in the country. If you play the game everybody else is playing, you're not going to win that. So like, let's figure out some other ways around it um, to, to do that. But um, so I say all that to go. It's cool, man. Uh, I'll, I'll check them out. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you've had people knock off your website too. Like we've seen it. I mean, there's probably been a three, three, four of them now. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. It, well, it was funny because this actually was just brought to my attention. There's a a, um, a dental office, not in the States. Um, they're in a different country, but copied verbatim mm-hmm. the format and the words. And they even forgot to remove the Dr. Ashley in Folsom, which yeah. is okay. <laughs> I know. It, uh, imitation is a form of flattery, right? Um, so they say that uh, Drake says it's not flattery. It's just annoying me. Uh, I tend to lean that way. <laughs> um, no, but um, no, yeah, here's something that's interesting. I think we're, you know, I tell my team part of being creative and part of leading the way creatively is we're going to deal with that, right? Like we can get upset. We can go file lawsuits. We can waste energy. But I'm like, guys, we will continue to reinvent and lead the way. That's our curse as a company. Like that is our burden is we have to reinvent ourselves and stay ahead of the game. Um, but I think it's this really interesting conversation around even AI right now, right? Is AI can take a lot of stuff that's out there and analyze it and like reproduce something. And we're starting to get to this place where it's like, oh, that's 80% of the way there. That's 90%. Like that's, that's starting to look really good. The thing is though... I mean, we're not at a point where AI is creating. And so our team is, we're still talking about how do we incorporate AI and use some of that stuff, but it's creativity is something that's unique to humans right now. And so you've got situations where people take what's out there and they repurpose it. But those who create are really the ones with the power in their minds in their hands and their hearts to really affect change. Not only not only like us, what we're doing, but those practices in those communities, when you can see something different and create that and to speak it and to will it into existence, you're a creator. That's a whole different level than taking something of somebody else's repurposing it and going, all right, this is good enough for us. A hundred percent. Can can we just talk about the explosive growth that your team has had over these past few years? How many team members do you have now? Um, I think we just hired number 26 um, this week. So yesterday, actually. Um, yeah, we're having fun with it. I mean, <laughs> it, it is. It's fast. But, you know, I don't know, Ashley, this goes back to that beginning conversation of we, a lot of people don't know this. We only work with eight new clients a month, period. Um, so like it's, well, it's March 30th, but we were, March was done on like Monday of this week. And we've got like two new clients that, hey, yes, we want to start. You're going to be first week of April. They're cool with it. Like they kind of knew that coming into it. But I do that because um, we're not, I'm not trying to be the dental marketing company that's serving like 5,000 practices across the country. It's just not who we are. We are focused. We call it the top 1%. We are focused on uh, I tell my team 1% of dentistry is about 1500 clients. Like if, if we get that big, that is huge. We're not at anywhere close to that, but we're focused on that 1%. We mm-hmm. recognize that we are not a fit for everybody. We're not trying to be, uh, we have a distinctive way we do things and belief system of how we think marketing is most effective. 
And we're working with some of the top practices in the country who see things differently. And so um, that's our goal. That's our, our focus um, from a business owner. Man, I realize if I don't control the growth somewhat, it's probably going to um, skew my life out of balance. So there was some of that. Um, I also watch every other dental. I, I also watch every other company. It's not just dentistry. They start growing. They start scaling. And what's the next thing you hear? Oh, their customer service. Like I'm starting to have issues. Their customer service sucks. Like I can't get somebody to call me back. I'm having all, we see this guys over and over and over again. And I am, I am like determined at the core of my heart. Like that is not going to be studio 88. It's, it's, you guys run a very boutique operation. And I, I mean, I can speak to that personally. You guys have built Smiling Company, Little Black Dress, The Making Of. Um, so it's, and you guys always are so professional. And your videography and photography is like next level. Like just the retreat, I don't, I, I hope people have seen it, but I'm going to be re reposting it. I mean, it's, unreal like i wish you guys lived near me i would just have you every day <laughs> creating content say, well, yeah yeah there, there'd be like a photographer videographer they just part-time just go over to your absolutely. office yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely yeah um what what is next for you like what is are, are you guys doing anything in particular like um are you opening up a different like leg of the company or are you really just focused on those eight new clients and how to up the ante so to speak on on website design and and marketing um i i love that you asked this question and to be honest you and i didn't plan any of this i, I don't have a no. list of questions no. i didn't say you on this you and i just oh sorry about... and if this is if you don't want to talk about this subject we don't have to either no, no, it's great. Um, the last year and a half we have as a company, because uh, we know probably some of the image out there is um, we're great with branding, we're great with websites, video photography, all that kind of brand stuff. Um, but, but we know um, the kind of the argument is, well, our sites don't perform well, we don't have marketing services built into them, that type of thing. So the last year and a half, we've really actually made an intentional effort, um, found what I think are some of the top people here in central Ohio with SEO experience, with digital ad experience, with social media strategy experience, like on our clients end. And, um, and, and this was a place where uh, I invested into the company to go, you know, as a business owner, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, I can take distributions or I can hire some people and keep growing. And it was one of those decisions of this is really kind of the next step for the company as we evolve. And so, um, didn't change things overnight. It wasn't like, okay, next 30 days, boom, we got all these new services. It was, it was literally about 12 to 14 months later, we changed all of our, our packages over to, uh, be still brand focused, but also kind of build this, what we're calling performance marketing piece into it. And the reason I'm excited about it is because for the first time in dental marketing history, which sounds like for the first time ever in dental marketing history. Um, <laughs> it's, um, no, it, it sounds, it sounds silly when I say it like that, but, but really for the first time, I think a lot of people when, when they've gone to marketing companies or they've gone to like, let's say do a website, they've had to choose beautiful site or a site that's going to perform well with Google. 
and they've been kind of like exclusive of each other. And, <laughs> and so there's companies that are like us that are really good with the branding side. Um, and then there are companies that are really good with the Google SEO side, but usually those sites don't, um, they're, they're not aesthetically designed well, mm -hmm. they're not speaking human. Uh, and then ours, are, they're not stuffed with keywords. They're not probably hitting some of those Google metrics, but we've built a team now, went through, analyzed all of our sites, reworked all of our processes, all of our packages to, and actually have data now on like a first kind of round of these where I'm like, oh, we can build a beautiful site and these can score really, really well. Um, and so I'm excited about that because I love what my team's been doing behind the scenes. And I think for the first time, it's like, you can have the best of both worlds. Like you don't have to choose. You can have this beautiful website and it can be ranked number one or number two on Google. And so some of that is, I think Google's algorithms have shifted. They're, they're, they're leaning towards like sites that have more engagement on them, um, which I think is awesome. So, so if you have a human actually on your site engaging, like that's going to help that site score. So our sites do that well, but we've, we've optimized a ton of other things. So I think it's kind of a new day for us of, yeah, like you don't have to choose. And I think we're the first one out there. We're like, we can literally deliver both of those to you. Wow. And like Josh said, this was, I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. So that is amazing. I'm, I'm really excited to see the rollout of this. Um, yeah. Oh, and Ashley, here's the other thing we changed with it. And, and I'm, I, I, this is not salesy. This is kind of just, this is just me. Like I'm excited right now for these, but we built in, cause I think you would love this. Um, and if you don't tell me, but I think you would appreciate this, but for clients that work with us, we basically have it built in now where every, after every 24 months, so let's say every two years, we do a photo session or a video session for free for our clients. So wow. like you build the site with us and then 24 months later, we're going to come back out and do photography at no extra cost. It's built in. So now we're not like solving that. How do we refresh content? How do we keep stuff fresh? New team members have left. How do we solve that? It's just built into our relationship. Wow. Um, so I, I think that's another thing that's going to be super cool. We, we're calling it like free production for life, you know? So that is wild. Yeah. That's amazing. I am yeah. so excited about that. Can you come yeah. like next week? I know we just need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're, we're um, well, you have this exciting news because you got another practice opening. Yeah. We're, we've kind of got it like earmarked. We're, you know, in, in the summer-ish. Yes. Day. We'll definitely be there. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. And then we're going to go back to wine country that weekend. Yeah. 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 No, it's a done deal. If it was up to my team, they would be out there twice a year at least. Oh man, no, I, I think it's done. Like Colin, I know you're watching this. Um, I feel like it's gotta be in wine country again this year. Like it's my, it's my favorite place. And to be able to host everyone in our backyard. Um, I mean, I, I just, it's just so special. And, and there are so many different wineries. You could choose a different winery every year for like, you can't even, you, you still wouldn't be able to visit all of them. Yep. So yeah. um, it's going to be fun. One, one more thing. Can I, can I tell you this? I don't know. Are we on? How long? How long? Uh, are we for for uh, we still got half an hour. Yeah, you're good. Oh, or whenever oh, you need to go. <laughs> okay. No, here's the other exciting piece. We, um, so we're at 26 people, but we're in 1600 square feet of space, uh, which is really small. <laughs> so we've been just like, I keep adding tables and stools and everybody's and we, so it's, it's all super cozy, but we actually just um, put an offer on some land here. 
in, in our hometown. Of, in, we're actually in New Albany, which is a suburb of Columbus, but we're going to build a, a new, I'm calling it the world headquarters, the Studio 88 world headquarters here. Um, That's amazing. Um, yeah, it should be done like next, next summer. So I get to go through like the whole building process too. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, we were just talking, Brian and I were just talking about making a trip out to see you guys because one, we have family there in Ohio and, um, and yeah, like I've been meaning to do that and visit you in, in your hometown and, and see what you guys do best. Um, but I'm excited now. Should I push it for when the world headquarters opens? (laughs) <laughs> we're we're looking at hopefully we're going to break ground in the fall like maybe october and then hopefully next summer we get to move in which will be super fun i mean i'm you know i'm already thinking through like because our it's our it's funny our space right now people talk to me about it they're like oh your space looks amazing and i'm like it's so old like it feels so old and so cramped and but it's, it's played a part in our brand right like in, in the, our online perception and so we're now rethinking new space like the Instagrammable parts of it, right? And, and some of that stuff, oh. like making like really cool parts that, because we just know people are going to see it on social and what do we want that, um, you know, how do we want it out there? So. Oh my gosh. Well, I cannot wait. I'm going to visit you um, every month. <laughs> okay. I don't know if Brian is still um, in the background or not, but he's like, okay. now if you're watching and you have marketing questions i mean please chime in because josh and i can talk all all day about food wine all the all of the above um what okay you you mentioned seo what is like when do you recommend docs start investing in seo yeah it, it really i think depends on your goals and strategies starting off it's um, I tell startups, I feel like the phase one foundational pieces are more of those branding pieces, like get your logo right from the start. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you don't, that's just going to, everything hinges on that for the next decade. So if you don't get that, it's just going to, you're going to have some trouble with it. That's the first piece. Um, you know, get the website, that web experience looking amazing, um, which we can, we can talk a little bit more about how I, I feel like they've kind of moved from like websites to more web experiences. Um, but get that right for some photography, some video, cause you can use those not only on a website, but through social media, um, you do a magazine ad or something for the school. You, now you've got like assets to work with. So those, that's kind of my foundational level. Now from there, it just depends on how aggressive you want to be. Uh, I think it also, you need to take into consideration your community where you're at. Um, you know, like I said, um, we, uh, we've got a client, we've got a couple of clients in downtown Chicago those SEO conversations, I'm like, guys, you, you just have to know this is probably, um, I mean, th- this could be 40, 50, 60,000 a year in just SEO mm-hmm. to just make progress. And we're mm-hmm. definitely looking at over a six figure investment easily by the time we even probably get on the first page. So at the same time, you could probably take a third of that, put it into Google ads that are highly targeted social media ads and get five or six times that, that return on that investment. And so you, so you just have to look at some of that. SEO is a long-term play. Once you get there, you can kind of maintain that and that's going to be a, a, a ton for you. But, but actually here's the other thing with SEO is that a lot of people don't talk about 
or forget is when like Brian Bollywoss, for example, when he was talking about San Francisco, he's like, yeah, but 80% of people are searching for us on mobile phones. And so Mm -hmm. it's not desktop. They're on Google maps and that's being returned by location. It's being returned by the amount of reviews. So we we have these SEO conversations and a lot of times we're talking about 20 to 30% of traffic on a desktop. Mm-hmm. And we kind of freak out and lose our minds over that, forgetting like, hey, yeah, but 70, 80% of people are probably out and about at work, whatever, putting you in on, you know, searching on their mobile phone. And, and those search results are different. So, um, so if you're right there around the practice, you're going to get returned first. If you got a lot of reviews, like those are really some of the two factors there with, with how those get, get returned. So, um, you know, SEO is changing. Google's doing that on purpose because they don't want people hacking it and running the game. So you got to answer kind of all those. And at the end of it, if it makes sense, like, let's go for it. Um, there's definitely some, some strategies to do, which we can talk about. Yeah. So Absolutely. You've, you've never, I mean, I mean, this is a conversation. We've actually never really had a conversation about SEO for you. Um, no. You kind of opened with the website and brand and just kind of took off. So I don't even know, like, I mean, this might be a great question. Is that even important to you? Like, where are your views on it? Um, I've never thought about SEO. I don't think, I mean, we've done just fine without it with, with just the branding and social media. Um, we are doing direct mail. Um, we have a campaign that I've been more hands-on with and we haven't pushed it out because of how busy I've been. So, um, so that's going to roll out hopefully within the next few weeks. Right, Colin? (laughs) And um, we'll see what that what that does. Um, We haven't really done marketing like this is it's like new territory for us. And um, I'm excited to see to see what it's it's going to look like moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those we're we're very similar. Um, We've never done any SEO work for us as a company. Um, which again, sometimes can get used against us, but um, we've been very brand focused, very educational, mm-hmm. very story based, relationship driven, um, networking. So it, those are all, they're all like marketing channels. We've just chosen those. I could point to the four or five marketing channels we've chosen. It just hasn't been SEO and digital ads as a company. Yeah. Um, we ran digital ads on Google for three months. I want to say we spent this was like years ago, we spent 1500 a month or 2,500 a month, something like that on like people searching for dental website companies. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We ran it for three months. We got one client out of it who was just probably not the best alignment for our values. and was just a handful Um, (laughs) to the point where I think our team was like, if these are the clients we're bringing over from Google ads, like maybe we don't do them anymore. (laughs) You know, um, but so that, that cat, that lane, probably we didn't feel like it was the best values alignment. You know, we're talking about like ideal patients, right. Coming into the practice. So much of how you market is based on like, what are those ideal patients? Um, if you want people to come in with high trust, like right away and like, and almost feel like they know you and that relationship established, you know, social media, brand, storytelling, relationships, community, those are your avenues. If, if you're building, you know, I've got a, a friend here who opened a um, 18 op practice from scratch. 
with three full-time doctors ready to go. So we just need patients in the door, right? So it's SEO, digital ads, Instagram ads, Facebook ads. It's all the ads, direct mail. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, it's all of it. So I think sometimes like we point fingers like, well, you're not good at this and you're not good at that and you didn't do that. And it's like, guys, you know, hold on. First off, marketing is this whole spectrum of all these things. It's picking and choosing like what aligns with your values, how you want to grow your practice, what you think is going to be effective in, that, in those neighborhoods as well. A hundred percent. Yes. So, so, so true. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine opening with 18 ops and three docs and having to feed everybody. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. They, uh, um, I mean, they, this is his third practice. Uh, I want to say his first one was maybe nine or 10 ops. The second one was like 15 ops. This one's 18 ops. He's, uh, he, he's a doctor, but he also uh, has his MBA. So he, he's kind of got some business sense too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, without like disclosing the name and all that stuff, I mean, it's a, well, it's a 60000 well, probably $80,000 a month investment into marketing. But his goal was go from zero to $3 million in year one. An 18 op practice with three docs, I mean, you, it's definitely a higher goal. For sure. But um, I mean, this we're in month eight and he's I mean, he's going to blow through three million at month 12. Um, so, you know, it's that question of like if you OK, what's 80, 80 grand times 12 months, that's almost a million dollars in marketing. Mm-hmm. But if somebody said, but you can finish at three million. Is that a good deal? From an investment standpoint, it is from a, a peace of mind, mental health standpoint, <laughs> I think would be the other thing. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you had, you had a ton of growth, but that's like, if you finished year one at 3 million, I mean, just there's a toll that that takes on, on the business owner yeah. too, for sure. Yeah. And I, I really love that you guys are so intentional about what, what the brand is, but what, where do you want to be? Where does that doctor, who does that doctor want to attract and, and then go from there? Cause you're not just like how you, you described Studio 88, you're not trying to attract everybody. And yeah. I think as startups, we get lost in the weeds sometimes of just trying to get butts in the chairs. And then we lose focus on those quality patients, those procedures that we actually want to do. So um, now with the second location, I know we are, very, are, are being very str- strategic at our avatar. And, and really focusing and honing in on that. So um, yeah. slow growth is still growth, I think. So. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's this conversation of, uh, I, I like to remind people, the biggest companies in the world are brand companies. Like they mm-hmm. are the Apple, Amazon, the Teslas, um, because they, they know something like they're not out there. Tesla and Apple are not out there doing gimmicky ads and this quick direct response type tactics, you know, of infomercial and like all these things to just get quick sales. Like those companies do not do that. They, right. they know it's going to take them longer, like a Tesla. It's going to take them a, a very long sales cycle to get a lot of people into a Tesla. But hopefully once they do, and this is what I hear from Tesla drivers all the time. They're like, oh, I'll never go back. Like this is, you know, this is it. So like that's the response, right? Is it may take me six years to get you to buy a Tesla, but hopefully then we're, we've got you from there on from, from a customer loyalty. And so I think some of it, 
probably comes from like, we all deal with this like scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. of what if there's not enough? Mm -hmm. So let me just get anybody in the door and do whatever we can and throw money at, at things to just try to get patients in the door. And I think sometimes it's just taking a moment to stop and go like, you got this, like you do, you know, trust yourself. Um, I've got a a coach that tells me a couple of times I've, I've just brought situations or issues to him and kind of at the end, he's like, Josh, trust yourself. Cause I do. And and I'm like, it's a reminder of, yeah. Okay. Like I got this, this seems like this big right now, but really it's not. And sometimes it feels like what we built can fall apart overnight. Patients are going to all cancel the next day. And then we're just done. (laughs) There's no more patients coming in. Nobody wants to see us. And when you build something that's strong, that's based on a brand and a good patient experience and serving your community, like that's, that's a foundation that's not easily shaken. Like it will be there for, I mean, Ashley, you could quit now and like, 20 years later, people will still be like, oh, smile and call. Like, they're still around, right? Like, because it's just, they all know it. I mean, I, I tease my team. I'm like, I could, we could stop this now. Literally 20 years from now, from now, my cell phone will ring. And somebody will be like, hey, Josh, I'm just, you know, I'm ready to, I got to practice. I'm ready to start a website. I'm like, bro, I haven't been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. But that's the power of brand if you do it right. Absolutely. And you guys are most definitely doing it right. I wouldn't trust just anybody with my brands multiple. <laughs> um, I yeah. I want to pick your brain because you you said something uh, about a coach. This is why I love just like talking to talking to you, Josh. And this is why I love intimate settings. And and it was basically the whole reason for the the retreat. But, but like, can you walk me through like? Who is your coach? Is this a business coach, a life coach? Like, I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a couple of them. Uh, One of them, and you probably even know his name, but Alistair McDonald over from the um, uh, Mark Costas. Yes, yes. Um, He's like Yoda. (laughs) I know. He's, He's the one that, I don't know, probably just that line of trust yourself because I do has just Mm -hmm. been like huge to me, you know, of, um, Mm -hmm. he sees me from the outside and he's like, I'm watching all all you're doing and I trust you. Like, why do you Mm -hmm. not trust yourself sometimes? Uh, which I think is just a, when you flip perspective like that, I think it's just powerful. Um, but then like, I mean, I've got a kind of a, another personal coach. I kind of call she's more of a counselor, uh, to be honest, but just, um, uh, I see her almost weekly. Um, just having conversations around all this. I mean, you know, I, that was sometimes what I shared at the retreat was I got to, it's probably like last summer. And um, after nine years of running really hard doing this, just felt, actually what happened was like, we went on family vacation, which was two weeks long. And I, I was like spent going into it, but you're always thinking, well, like, I'll recover on vacation. Good thing I've got vacation coming up, all that. Kind of came back out of it and was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not back. You know, there's, there's something that like broke or did something. And, um, and that comes out in all kinds of different ways. It comes out in your mm-hmm. energy, it comes out, um, with your family, it comes out with your spouse. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I mean, Joanna and I started having, we, we work together. Um, and 
there's parts of that that are beautiful and amazing and there's literally nobody else I would want by my side in mm -hmm. the journey of life. Um, but there's also challenges with that. And as business intensity escalates, um, I don't know that we had good conversations around like, how does that affect us? Like, what do we mm -hmm. do with that? Um, when I'm coming home with tension, when she's coming home with tension, when there's pressure mm -hmm. at home and how does that play out our marriage dynamic? So, um, you know, we reached out and found that what we, I literally think she's probably like a once in a lifetime um, person for me uh, and Joanna, but she does some stuff together with us. She does a lot of stuff just with me personally as a just driven business owner. Um, and it's probably just been the biggest, I don't know, probably it's been like in the last year has probably been the biggest thing that's changed my life. It's just conversations with her. And I think being, uh, she works with a lot of like high powered executive people. And so she kind of knows that mm -hmm. world. Um, but yeah, she's also had formal training in marriage counseling. So it was like, that's almost like, it was like the perfect situation of what we needed was somebody who understood like high powered professionals, but also understood marriage dynamics and counseling as well. And so, um, so yeah, that was just a moment of, of reset for a couple months. I was off social media, I think for seven months total. Um, I got travel out for, I think it was like three months period. And then like half of it, the rest of the year. Um, so just kind of wanted to reset, figure out what that pace looks like in yeah. the next 10 years. So. Uh, Josh, this is why, I mean, I feel like every conversation with you is like good for my soul. Like not just because you're awesome at what you do, but to, the ability to really connect and, and like share just that what you just shared with us. I mean, it's, it, it's so needed, especially in this, I mean, in our group where everybody is feeling and they're posting anonymously because they don't feel like they have that outlet just to share like, Hey, I'm struggling. Like, did I make the wrong decision? Why, why did I put my, my family in debt and and all of the things that we deal with, like, it's, it's not just you. It's it, it, you're, if you're feeling stressed or burnt out, like take a moment, reset, recharge, find a group of people who, who know exactly what you're going through and, um, and find a coach. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And you never, the thing is actually, you don't, I just know this. You don't typically go to find those people until, mm -hmm. until like something triggers and it happens, yep. you know? And, and I mean, it, Joanna, and I probably literally, if I'm being completely honest, I've probably talked about finding somebody to like for the last three years, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, like as things kind of start to escalate and little things trigger and oh, we didn't handle that well. And what's now we're seeing a pattern and we should talk to somebody and, and all that kind of happens. And you just get to this point where you're like, th then you realize something is going to like blow up <laughs> before yeah. we like deal with this. Yes. And then you look at and go, I don't like it's it's worth too much. And I think for me, one of the things I had to do was just go, um, cause probably I, I had this like, like weird thing where if I, even getting off social media, if I get off social media, if I just step back, not like, not like step back, but just like take my foot off the gas a bit. Mm -hmm. Right. I cut out some of my travel. This whole thing might stop. Yeah. Like that's what's going through my head. And yep. then I did it and we grew more. And I was like, okay. And that was really good for me because it was like, we're at a point now where it's like, th this is a business. There are systems that are self-like, they're creating its own momentum of its own. 
I'm not, so my identity is not tied to that. Like it can't. Absolutely. There's stepping back to go, look, at the end of this, I don't, I don't, I don't have like, um, like I'm not trying to sell this intent, like get to 10 years to sell a certain number. Like I'm not trying to do that. We don't, I haven't taken investment money to try to double and then sell. And like, like there's none of that happening. So it's just like this business is supposed to serve me and Mm -hmm. my family and my team and their livelihood and mine. And so, um, you know, it, it's just resetting on some of that. Like, what is this whole thing for? And we're, we're going to have great growth. We're going to get to some numbers that are going to be fun, but like, I want to do it in a way where I get there. Um, I don't have all this debt. I don't have relational baggage. I don't have, I haven't lost people. Um, I, it's, this is funny. Um, I, li- I like Drake a lot. Right. Um, but he just put out this post the other day and it was, he goes, it's basically along the lines of, I had this dream that I could do this while keeping everybody around me doing it the way I wanted to do it. And wh- whether or not, whatever you think of Drake is fine. But I was like, yeah, see, because a lot of people, like they go on this journey of fame and they lose everybody around them. Um, they, they have to start doing it other people's way when there's money's involved and now you got to do this and do that and, and they change. And, and so I was like, see, that's what I want. Like, I want to get to the end of it and go, I did this my way. I did it the way I wanted to. I'm proud of it. I've got everybody still around me. <laughs> like all my major people, you know, are still here. Um, and we're all super happy and grateful about it. So. Amen to that. And with that, that is the mic drop. I, um, I, I'm so grateful for you and Joanna and everyone at Studio 88. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys. I mean, it's, it's got to be in wine country. Like that's. I, I mean, it's going to be a health and wellness and even a couple's retreat because that's what um, I feel my heart needs. And um, yeah, it's going to be so good. So good. Well, Thank you, Josh, you. so You're much. Like the queen of vulnerability. And I feel like you just got me like, <laughs> for a minute. So <laughs> I just want to kumbaya with everybody because <laughs> we need it. We just, we just every day need somebody to be our hype man. Like, yeah. I don't care who you are, what you're going through. Everybody needs a hype man. And if you're feeling lost in this group because of the size, I mean, I don't blame you. Like, come come meet and join your peers in, in our retreat. It's going to be incredible. And I can't wait. It's going to be November. And we are going to solidify the dates. So, yeah, stay po- we'll keep you posted. <laughs> and I think, actually, that was the thing, too. Is I, like, there were some really great friendships that were made in November. Like people Absolutely. have kept online, but then they got to hang out and like, yeah. that just changes it. They're, those same it's people are going to come team. back. Yeah. Cause they all want to hang out again. So it's like, yeah, if you're feeling that way, that is probably the best solution. Come in November, meet some really cool people that are probably dealing with the same stuff you are, make some lifelong friends and let's keep going. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. Thank you so much, Josh. You're amazing. Where can people connect with you? Uh, me personally is Instagram at Joshua Scott's the best way. I'm still in that, still responding. So let me know you heard this, whether podcast, webinar, however this comes out. Um, I'll, I'll definitely respond to you. Uh, Studio 88 is www.s8e8, letter S, number eight, letter E, number eight.com. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys at home for watching and reach out to Josh. 
Um, if you are looking for someone in incredible to build your website, I mean, look no further. They're amazing. And um, we'll see you guys soon in Napa. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye.